0: Moncrief on News Talk. Now we're joined on the stage by uh, our reporter, uh, Sarah Madden, because uh, people around the country mightn't be aware of this, but uh, that Burr and kind of the Midlands in general is a big spook country. The place is awash with ghosts, so Sarah has been out uh, attempting to speak to some of them. Uh, uh, you, uh, you believe in all this kind of thing, Sarah, do you?
1: I do of course, yeah. spirits, ghouls, poltergeist, banshees, I am open and into it all. But disappointingly, I've never actually seen a ghost myself, so I crossed my fingers and I took myself on a little ghoulish road trip, let's say, around both Offaly and Carlow and I crossed my fingers looking to see one. The first spot I went to was the 200 year old Charleville Castle, which many of you may know, it's only down the road and this is considered not only one of the most haunted houses in Ireland but in the entirety of Europe. Oh, so Terry Del Carney, she's the events coordinator down there and she gave me a sneaky, spooky look around. Okay, so we... And I have to say immediately, I got a chill. Yeah, well, and that may have something to do with the
2: fact that it's a stone wall. So like when you walk outside, you'd be like, "What? come on, don't ruin it for us. (laughs) Don't ruin it for us, Terry. Yeah, but it is quite chilly in here, even in the summer. Um, but, you know, there have been a few strange sightings in this room. I'd say this room has more activity in it in regards to the other rooms on this floor. People have stayed here overnight um, and have been locked in um, <laughs> until like the, at the afternoon. They weren't really discovered until about 1 or 2 p.m. <laughs> so,
1: To be clear, they were discovered alive, right? Yes, they were, yeah,
2: eventually, just not, not impressed, I suppose. Um, I've heard other stories about t- foot-tickling ghosts. There was somebody else that organized a Halloween party here once, and this is very strange. Um, in the early morning, like about 6 a.m., he sort of rolled over and saw, like, this sort of large older, blonde woman lying beside him. And that was not his girlfriend, because she was tall and had dark hair. (laughs) And he sort of was like, oh my God, that must've been a very interesting party last night. I'm just gonna turn around over here. But then when he went to to look at her again, it was his girlfriend. So it was just really strange. Um, Every place has sort of like a resident ghost, you know, that uh, it's like everybody knows about. And our resident ghost is Harriet and she's an eight year old little girl. She, She fell just behind where you were standing Um, and broke her neck and her back. Unfortunately, it's very tragic. Um, But she has been here for years. I mean, I've been here for almost 20 years and I have had more than a few um, experiences, I think, at the hands of her trickery or her playing. No, I think she's definitely here.
0: Mm. Mm. So most haunted places don't have central heating. That's all I got from that. (laughs) And how do they know it's the most haunted, do they like count them?
1: Oh. Well, um, it's one of the the properties in Ireland that has received the most visits from paranormal um, investigators, you need a certificate, um, and then also from these paranormal telly shows. So people have come over all the way from uh, the United States of America, and they have their fair share of, you know, ghouly places, Right, so okay. that's saying something.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, you, you also went to Charleville Castle? That's or,
1: So that was Charleville Castle, ca- right. but um, I took myself also to Duckett's Grove. Um, I was down there with the tour guide Danny, uh, and we had a little bit of a chat, um, just about, you know, it's called the Hidden Heartlands. Could we restyle it the Haunted Heartlands? Is this something that Tourism Ireland could run with? And he thinks, yeah, most of the co- visitors who go there do so in the hopes of seeing a visitation.
3: A tour that I do that somebody, whether adult or child, doesn't ask me about the paranormal and about ghosts. There's a fascination in Ireland for ghosts. And when you come to a place like this, especially if you come up here in the evenings and the sun is just about to set, it has got a ghostly appearance. People are fascinated by that. I had uh, tours from children, uh, 60 children here last week. And I didn't talk to them about history at all. All I talked to them about was ghosts. And they swore that they had seen uh, uh, an old fat man up in in the corner of one of the rooms and they were fascinated by this and they were chatting. I don't embrace it. I try and keep an open mind. But as regards to tourists... Oh, I sell it. I sell it like mad. Because they they want excitement. They want a bit of fun. And then I guide them to some of the websites where this ghostly apparition of a a child has been seen, where they can listen to voices which have been heard here. There's talk about um, the kitchens. At night time, on your own, you can hear the kitchens, the busy kitchens. And this has been recorded and heard by people who I have no reason to doubt uh, in the world there has been a horse and carriage seen in in the wall the beautiful wall gardens there is a gorgeous uh, door leading from the wall gardens out into the little forest area and a girl in white has been seen there numerous times over over the years and i think that these houses all across ireland are steeped in history and when you have a place steeped in history there comes along remnants of what could be the past and that's what i kind of believe is that what we're looking at is glimpses of the past and then that's where maybe the ghosts come from they're actually glimpses of the past that's what i think can actually happen
2: mm.
0: okay good selling point have any of you seen a ghost or had a thing um,
4: I, had- I knew you had <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was a really weird thing. But here's the thing she wasn't dead. Okay, now let me explain this, right? Okay, well, then technically. We, 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 we you were
1: li- being ghosted? No, we,
4: yeah. no, we lived in a house in Cannonworks Square, and it was a really interesting house. I remember the Virgin Prunes you used to live there. The drummer from Whipping Boy lived there at one point. I lived there, um, in this house with three apartments. And there was a, a couple, she was a model, and their marriage was breaking up. And I swear to God, people kept telling me that they had seen her years after she had moved out. And I. Kind of, my theory is that there was so much emotion expended as their marriage broke up that almost left an imprint of the emotions, which then other people would then sometimes pick up on. So that's my theory. Wow! Mm-hmm. And where was she when? Where? Where? Well, she they just moved just, out and moved somewhere else. But as far as she's still alive, <laughs> but people would keep telling me that they—I just saw this really beautiful girl, but then she disappeared. I, like, and I couldn't find her, you know. Um, and then she would be sort of down the end of the hall, down the end of the stairs, and then she would disappear. And she wasn't doing anything. No, like no, she would just move. be there, but sometimes holding her child. Um, okay. Really? so and then, and then um, yeah people would, uh, I, I so i only thought i saw her once um, but f- honestly two or three times people said to me that they had seen this girl um, and she'd moved out like three or four years earlier it's yeah. not possible she just actually didn't move out at <laughs> <all>. <laughs> she was hiding in the classroom yeah 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 exactly that's yeah that that's is strange. It, yeah but like i said the, this expending, e- expulsion of emotions into the into the into the room almost as if that they could be perceived by somebody you're, i don't, that, that was my theory mm.
0: That would mean that every building Jedward ever visited That's true, would yeah. have Jedwards <laughs> floating around it. Uh, right, so you also uh, went to Huntington Castle yes. there.
1: Yes, so um, of course, we're talking about properties here. Some of them are in um, trusted to the county councils and things. But of course, many of these paranormal properties actually have live-in owners. And one of those is Alex Durden Robertson, the current custodian of the 600-year-old Huntington Castle in Gall, Yeah, that is how you pronounce it. He said sometimes people actually go to Donegal, but it's in Carlow. Anyway, um, it's attracted ghost hunters of both the great and the good.
5: So we're right down in the basement in the dungeons of the castle and we have the well, we have the dungeons, we have the kitchen area, the strong rooms, Back in the 20s and 30s, my great grandparents' friends, who would have been down here visiting the castle, would have been people like William Butler Yeats and Maud Gonne and George Russell. They, of course, were you know, part of the Golden Dawn, and they were very interested in kind of theosophy and spiritualism. And um, they certainly would have had a lot of uh, meditations, a lot of kind of, I suppose, what we call them now sort of seances and things like that. And they were sort of exploring all that. It's quite an interesting time period. So, here we are. We're in the abbey. This is the oldest part of the settlement on the, on the grounds. As I said, this is 12th, 14th century. There's sort of the, the ghosts that people would say are associated with the abbey, which are kind of monk-like figures. And then there's soldiers from the time when the castle was a garrison, which is going back to 1625 to about 1680. People regularly hear footsteps and voices in the attic, which which is where the soldiers were accommodated. And then thereafter, it was just a family home. Everyone after that is a family member. One of the better, more frequent appearances is a lady called Barbara St. Ledger, and she was quite a matriarch, and um, she used to have a huge set of keys apparently that she was uh, very keen on locking all doors and so she is seen with her lady's maid called honor Byrne, and barbara and honor are regularly seen on the oak passage uh, accompanied with jangling of keys um, and the other one uh, is a lady called Ailish of flaherty who was the granddaughter of grace o'malley so growing well she married into the into the esmonds like barbara unfortunately lord esmond was told by the crown he had to put Ailish. Uh, to one side, because Ailish was Catholic, he was told he had to marry a Protestant instead. He took up with a butler from Kilkenny, and he decided that she was too boring, and went back to Ailish. <laughs> but Ailish is is to be seen down at a place called the Spy Bush, uh, looking westward for her her husband to come home from fighting in the west. So that was a, that was a story about about Ailish. Yeah,
1: but he never came back from the west. He didn't come back from the west. No. What is it about the Midlands? Why are there so many places here that feel either paranormal to people, spiritual to others? What's going on in the Midlands? I think
5: there's a lot of, um, if you look at ancient Ireland as to where people settled, you know, when the when the early Celts came over about, what, 12,500 years ago, they had great understanding of the natural energies of places. And um, I think they chose places, they sought out and lived and settled in places that had Great connection to the natural energy and spirituality of the country. And I think that's as simple as that. So if you go to places like Clom or the Hill of Isnak and Tara, they have got an amazing energy. And I think that's that's not by chance. People sort that out and, and we're in tune to that.
0: There you go. You're all in tune to ghosts down here. Congratulations. <laughs> Sarah, thanks a million for for doing that for us. Sarah Madden uh, there. Uh...
4: Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.